0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Stars Like Us. I'm your host, Aliza Kelly. And today I am so excited to be connecting with Nancy, intuitive practitioner, who you probably know as Astrology Angel Mediums on Instagram, because Nancy has been out there forever. My big surprise (laughs) is that I, Nancy, I don't know if you remember me, but I remember you from when I was doing a line back in 2014, and I, it was under a different name then. I was the Align app, but I was the astrology dating app in Los Angeles. That's me.
1: Oh my gosh! That's <laughs> kind of crazy. I didn't know that that was you. That's amazing. Yeah, I thought
0: you might not know that was me, <laughs> but it's me. <laughs> yeah. So I know I've been I've been following your accounts for a really long time. You have been doing this for a really long time. So I'm so excited to get to know you and learn more about well everything, everything, everything. Oh, everything. but wait, first. What is your sun, moon, and rising for our listeners so that they could follow along? <laughs>
1: okay, I am a Taurus sun, and I am a Leo rising and a Cancer moon.
0: Wow, those are such lovely placements. Taurus sun, Leo rising, Cancer moon. I love a Cancer moon. What does it feel like to have a Cancer moon?
1: Um, Definitely a crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> um. Super over love people. Um and it it's interesting, just I feel that it it lends to the intuitive kind of aspects of my life as well.
0: So tell us how you got started. How did Astrology Angel Mediums get started? You obviously you have an extremely popular Instagram account. We were just talking a little bit about um <laughs> the different ways one can interact with Instagram. Mm-hmm. So how did it come to be in the first place? And also, I mean, I guess along with that is what did your intuitive practice look like um, prior to Instagram?
1: Okay. Um, Well, I actually started everything in like 2009 on Blogspot for a little throwback for anybody. Um, I was very apprehensive to have my kind of identity out there or people didn't like really know who I was, or what I was interested in. And it was more of like, trying to kind of reach out to the community, trying to find other like minded souls, just, you know, find people, I guess, in like my demographic, (laughs) uh, like, with my age, and then also just like my background of, you know, growing up very Catholic um, in my culture. So I wanted to kind of meet Other people that maybe understood where I was at, you know, with the whole spirituality aspect and intuition and like having natural gifts. And so from there, I ended up starting a Facebook page in like 2011 or 2012 um, as a means of like I wanted to practice doing readings and kind of just connecting with others, but still having that anonymity. So I had actually started everything with um, an ex-best friend of mine uh, back in like 2011 and me and her had a falling out in 2013 I was the one that was maintaining most of the page and everything else and um I had done all of like the graphic design and all of the writing and everything so I was like you know what I just took it back and I was like whatever but I kept it plural because I was afraid to just kind of change the name and I loved Instagram um and decided you know let me just jump on there so I did in like 2014 and it just kind of blew up from there (laughs) I just was a goofball and just kind of posted whatever whenever however and just kind of did things my own way and just wanted other people to see like a different aspect to the spiritual realm and like spirituality and and how to approach it as like a normal just everyday person so it's just kind of grown and it's been really a beautiful part of my life I'm really glad that I, I took that risk of like kind of Wanting to find other weirdos.
0: <laughs> so I, it's so I'm I'm having I say tank. There are no coincidences. And I'm having such an interesting tank day where I'm connecting with on this particular day. I've been connecting with people who are of a certain age where they remember life before social media mm-hmm. took over the fucking world. Yeah. And there was like a little bit more like it was more of a facet of mm-hmm. life <laughs> yeah. as opposed to everything yeah. in life obviously, um, you know, a global pandemic and all of the associated lockdowns don't make it easier for us to remember the fact that there's life outside of social media. I feel like we all kind of slipped into that, which was already mounting and building Mm -hmm. before. But I think it's really interesting that for you in building these pages and in using the internet and in using these different verticals to reach other people and to create sort of a create conversations and build community that it was also based on, well, how do I maintain anonymity? And how do I not have to like put myself out there, you know, and sort of expose the other dimensions of my life to everyone else? Whereas now in 2021, it's like, I, I feel like younger people, and maybe I'm wrong, but I would imagine that most people who are launching their businesses or their Passions on social media, it's like they, of course, are planning on having all of themselves mm-hmm. in that you know it's not just a little subset of who they are, so as you have grown and as social media has changed, how have you found the way that you're interacting with your accounts to change? Has it changed? Um, how have you evolved, I guess, along with social media
1: well i I feel like I still have a lot of that hesitation that maybe someone who's a lot younger than me I'm obviously I'm gonna be 40 soon so I'm a little bit older (laughs) than most people kind of coming into the game um and so to me I still have that hesitation to be very like public online um and things of that nature that I feel kind of limit me and the things in the way that I share with my audience but I still try to be very vulnerable and very just like open with like the words that I share more so than like my physical presence. Um, So I I think it's so brave and so amazing that, you know, kids, I I call them kids, but, you know, younger people can just get out there and they're like YouTube, TikTok, this, that and the other. And they're just (laughs) like, you know, so themselves. And I think it's a beautiful part and just the development of social media and just being comfortable with ourselves. I didn't grow up with that. So to me, it's a little, it's still a little strange to be very like everyone, you know, know me and whatever. So it has changed quite a bit for me. I went from not saying anything about myself as like a person to feeling okay with people knowing what my name was (laughs) on my page to actually, you know, posting pictures here and there going live every once in a while. Um, I've even... Started doing TikToks, but nothing like actually showing myself. So I'm not there yet. Um, But even just, you know, like doing card deck reviews or card, you know, deck shows and, you know, showing how to do like different simple magic stuff. So it's been really interesting because we have to continuously evolve and change as time continues to change and evolve. So, you know, I'm not trying to stay stuck (laughs) in the past. So I'm trying to embrace all of these tools and, And the knowledge that kind of comes along with that.
0: And how have you found that your clients have changed over the years as well?
1: I think it's so fascinating seeing people that maybe grew up in a similar way that I did with um, like religious dogma and the fear that kind of comes with um, self-exploration outside of like a church or community and I just think it's really fascinating meeting so many people that you know are in their 40s or 50s or even 60s that are like I used to think you know tarot cards were for the devil and and you've kind of changed my mind that it can be something that can be used as like a self-development tool or even just a means of understanding something beyond what we can see so it's I think it's really beautiful to see other people want to just get curious. Basically, I told my clients a lot of time, I'm like, please just get curious. Like I'm not the say all, be all, end all, know all of everything. I'm like, please get out there, discover we are in the information era, like take advantage of it. It's amazing how much stuff is out there for us to just discover.
0: So what was your journey from growing up in the environment that you did and with the background that you have and moving into this work?
1: Um, Well, I'm Mexican-American and first-generation. I'm the only daughter, actually, in my family. So, a lot of cultural expectations as to what and how I could be. Um, And I grew up very, very Catholic. Um, CCE classes, (laughs) uh, singing in the choir, all of that lovely stuff. I literally spent so much of my free time at church, either volunteering at church or working at the church. And so, for a long time, I had this fear of some of, like, the things that naturally I gravitated towards. And it was interesting because in my culture and and in my upbringing, it's like astrology was always okay, which I always thought was kind of (laughs) weird. We had Walter Mercado, and he would always have his little, you know… Show on the news every day, and my mom would Walter. (laughs) Oh
0: my god! You know he would just
1: be like, "No." My mom would be like, "Everyone, shut the fuck up!" Like, (laughs) I need to. She's an Aries, so it's like his hers would always be first. So she'd be like, "Y'all, shut the oh." Well, that's
0: really convenient. It's like, but everyone had to be really, really quiet from the jump. Yeah, basically. So it's like
1: as soon as he came on, because yeah, she didn't want to miss hers exactly. And then you're up next, (laughs) and then I was next. You know, whatever. So it was interesting, you know, growing up watching him, and he, hes just this like this force of nature. I don't know if you've ever watched any of his videos or anything like that. I mean, he's just, I'm with him. <laughs> he just—I'm obsessed. I mean, he's—you can't s- take your like eyes such off, off of a magical. Him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just absorbs you, and the hands, and the movement, and the word choices, and I was just like, who is this? Androgynous creature, like who dropped him off here? And it was so different from all of the other men that I had ever grown up around or anything or seen in my life. So to me, I was just like, oh my gosh, I want it, I want to do that. Whatever that is, I want that. (laughs) So it was just really fascinating. Always feeling like this dichotomy between myself of like, I'm allowed to do this as a Hispanic person and also still be okay with like my religious aspects. Um so it took me a long time to be okay and come to terms with, you know, maybe religion wasn't the thing that really spoke to me the most or where I felt a deeper connection with God. Um I had a lot of stuff going on when I was a little bit younger, substance abuse, an eating disorder, you know, mental illness and things like that. And I felt like I was totally forgotten by God when i was going through a lot of those things so i decided to kind of release my guilt over you know not being a good catholic girl basically and i decided to just kind of turn my back on all of it and i went kind of like atheist for a long time and then agnostic slowly kind of making my way back in a different way more like on my own terms of of finding my relationship with god and the universe and it's been a much more beneficial connection than anything I ever had while I was in the Catholic church. Um, And to me, it's kind of like whatever you have to find that makes you have that. It's so
0: interesting because I also have, I mean, I didn't grow, I grew up in a very secular household, but if there was any religion that was present, it would have, it was Judaism Mm -hmm. because my mother is Jewish. And I, I mean, but it really was not like, it wasn't imposed by any means. I didn't have a bat mitzvah. It was very, you know, it was only for like the high holidays. We would like pretend that we were a Jewish family. Um, but I, even in that circulating in my life, by the time I was 12 and I didn't, I didn't want to have a bat mitzvah, it was because I already was like, I'm an atheist. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in this God. And I really swore by that for a while and then slowly i started to introduce the i started to allow agnosticism i started to allow this idea of like i'm not sure and that coincided with astrology for me because i started to realize pretty quickly that being an atheist and being an astrologer could work mm-hmm. but it was kind of a block it was kind of a limit to what i truly believed in my soul and why I loved astrology and why it was so exciting to look at these cycles and to look at these planets and to look at these patterns. Mm-hmm. And sort of then being like, well, the buck stops there. You know, yeah. <laughs> no God. I'm an atheist. Was like kind of like, yeah. Ooh. it was kind of abrupt. And so I started to allow myself to feel agnostic. And over the years, I've allowed myself to re-believe in God, but it does not. Look like the God that I think was so that came with the Judeo-Christian religions mm-hmm. for me. So it almost doesn't even make s- it like when I say God, I feel like it's just it's so old man with a white beard, mm-hmm. you know. But it's it, who also you know Santa also has a very similar look, yes. which is fascinating, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> but but in my. You know it's like the the God, the life force, this energy, this connectivity this the cosmos, like the magic of all of it is what I fully believe in, you know I like fully the spirituality is like such an embedded part of my work now, but it does not look anything like I think the way that God was being presented when there was a religion connected to mm-hmm. it
1: no, i completely and it' been.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's been very interesting to sort of re- redefine that, reapproach it, reimagine mm-hmm. it and tend to allow myself to feel the full extent of why I love the work so much, which is that there is there are a lot of just magical sort of like unexplained things and the only way of explaining them is through by through the spirituality, through like the mysticism of it. And that's I guess where my Pisces moon really <laughs> pops in.
1: It's okay. My, my cancer moon's in the 12th house, so I, I feel you. <laughs>
0: oh, perfect, perfect. So when you are working with one of your clients, what does a session usually entail? What is it like for you to be um, an intuitive practitioner?
1: I do different work, so it just really depends on what the client is looking for. One of the most popular things for a live session would definitely mean a card reading, and then I do something called spirit messages. So I do automatic writing, And I can kind of show you one of my little crazy, crazy notebooks. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's amazing. Uh, Yeah. So um, very Taurus of me, right? To have like the whole physical, having (laughs) to do something physical.
0: Yes. And for those listeners, it's like we have beautiful
1: colored pens. (laughs) Yeah. I have to (laughs) do different colors. (laughs) Full pages. So I have several notebooks like this. So I, I told my children that when I die but they need to burn them because it's going to sound like I'm a very crazy person. <laughs> That's like several dates and you know because it's like dated and then like a, the name and then I have like all this information. <laughs> so I'm like, please delete, like please not delete them, but please burn them or something.
0: <laughs> delete, burn, <laughs> delete, berry, burn, bury, whatever. whatever.
1: Because someone's going to be like, y'all need to be locked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to cover like the different areas that most people are concerned with. So like career, health uh, finances, um, romance, you know, relationships in general, kind of what, what's going on with them. And then also any messages from like any spirit guides or passed on loved ones, um, that want to come and like speak with me. So that's kind of how I do my sessions. It's a little bit of a blend and I've been doing it for years and I just, I love it. And I think it works. I also do Reiki sessions. I do I'm um I do because that's like my background, which is a healer in Spanish. And so I've been starting to offer more of like traditional uh, ways of healing, so you know, egg cleanses and things like that. Oh, cool! You know, uh, custom candle work, things of that nature. So it, I've been kind of expanding a little bit, trying to do things that feel more like the direction of of what I would like to kind of focus on, which is more of like healing and, you know, helping people kind of discover like their own personal magic.
0: And how does so with I'm curious about a few of the different practices and the way you approach them. So one is I guess first is the automatic writing. Mm -hmm. So how does the channeling process for you work if that's what you would call Mm -hmm. it? And how does that become a tool when you're working face to face with somebody?
1: I actually don't do face to face stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. So uh, funny tidbit, because again, that shyness um, and that hesitation, I actually for the first time this year, when Corona is kind of like under control a little bit here in Colorado, I actually did my first event where I went and did live sessions in person. And it was just cards. That's literally all I did, just because this is kind of time consuming. um, And it it just requires a little bit more preparation for me. Um, and people aren't going to want to pay for like that prep time. <laughs> so it, that's kind of included in like my pricing is, is that prep time that it takes me to, you know, sit down, clear my head and then just start writing. But as far as the writing goes, I literally, like I said, just kind of clear my head. Sit down. I don't really require any information up front because I am an eternal skeptic. Um, <laughs> that agnostic part of me is always like, no, no. <laughs> um, and so just the name and permission, and that's usually how I roll. And then I just allow spirit to just kind of write. And it's funny because even through the notebook, you can see like my handwriting changing and like wanting to use different colors and you know things like that. So it's been. <laughs> It's really fascinating because when I first started doing it I could only do about you know a few words or maybe a sentence if I was like really really pushing and like would focus for like 30 to 45 minutes and now it's like I need mean, maybe a good 15 minutes and I can just kind of bust it out into <laughs> a full page so is does the content change based
0: on who you're talking to oh. of what it would look yeah. like
1: I mean, not to like redo samples from my clients, but yeah, no, I mean, some people I get a lot. Some people I just get a little bit. As you can see, it's got like empty spaces. So it just really some people get like stuff to where I'm writing on the margins. Like, so it's really just, you know, whoever I connect to.
0: Do you find that the language and the tone and even like the vocabulary or the words is really different based on who you're connecting? With? Oh yeah.
1: I mean I've had um words that even I don't know, like I'll start writing them down and I'm like, This is what it sounded like and they're like, that's You know, something my German grandmother used to say to me, and I'm like, I don't know German. That's
0: so funny. I (laughs) knew it was German. I had that moment where I was like, she's going to say
1: German. I was like, you know, it'll it'll be like, oh, okay. Or, you know, Celtic or, you know, Gaelic words or whatever. And I'm like, okay, no, this little Mexican lady does not know that stuff. (laughs) So. (laughs) So, how did you
0: find this as a conduit for you?
1: I actually, back in like 2007 or eight, was very big into like the spirit board thing. I don't know if you ever saw the Monty Farber and who else was it? Whoever he's married to, they put out this spirit board, right? And I was like at Barnes and Noble. um, and So I went and bought one and I was obsessed with it because it was like a Ouija board, but for like fairy girls. Um, and, like the best <laughs> way I could describe it. it had, like, You're like,
0: so they made it for me. Yeah, so it was like, <laughs>
1: butterflies and like whatever so it was like a not scary you know and whatever anyway so i was obsessed with using this damn freaking spirit board but i always felt very limited because i would get like words but then you're like trying to move it could you use it by yourself oh yeah um because i'm a psycho And I literally (laughs) introvert nation over here. uh, (laughs) I was quarantining before it was called a quarantine. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, but seriously, I just I was ballsy enough to be like, oh, to use it by myself. And I would get words, but it would be hard because it's not like I could like stop mid, you know, whatever, and like try to write down whatever they were spelling out all quickly. So I was like, there's got to be something else something else that like works and so i found this like ghost writing kit or something barnes and noble again i literally need to stay out of there um (laughs) they have gotten so much money out of me in the last few years (laughs) and so i started using that and i didn't really like the kit or whatever but i liked the idea so i started to do more kind of like research you know, back then 2008, it's not how the internet was now, it was quite different. Um, And so I couldn't really find anyone that knew like what I was talking about or anything like that. So I just got to the point where I would just kind of sit, relax, and I would just ask, you know, my guides or whatever to like, write me a couple messages. So I would start, you know, a couple words at a time, things like that, some stuff would make no freaking sense. And I would just be like, this is dumb. (laughs) And I would want to give up, but I, I did it almost every day for a few years. And then eventually it just became so easy for me to kind of use as a means of me connecting in a way that feels safe for me to where it's like, this is when you have permission to give you messages instead of like all of the time. <laughs> um, and before that,
0: were you getting messages all yes, of the time? Yes, I
1: was. and And that's why I was like such a deep introvert like so could not go to the grocery store I would get physically sick um, literally to the point because I would get so much anxiety about the stuff that would get and then it's like I'm already shy by nature so it's not like I'm going to go and tell you know so and so at the the grocery store line hey your dead grandma says you know blah 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 blah."
0: (laughs) no (laughs) and how were you getting these messages prior to that like was it when there wasn't this conduit
1: more like Claire audience, Claire cognizance, you know, Claire sentience, those are all gifts that I feel are the easiest way to describe it because it would be like a feeling you know, hearing things, um, claircognizance, um, even clairvoyance, at sometimes. But I got to the point where I was like so scared of seeing ghosts that, or like you know, spirits or whatever, that I'd just be like, "Please don't show yourself to me, <laughs> because I will literally scream like a little bitch and run away." Um, and I just, I got tired of of seeing them. That I was like if i could do it towards like i'm not driving or something like it's funny because i had to set very strong boundaries with my guides as far as like i'm still human i'm still living a very human life so when i when i can give me all the stuff that you want to talk about but until then like you know let's let's chill out
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i could imagine that like you know not having a a space for them to come through when they really wanted to come through was Really challenging. That it almost was like out of necessity yeah. to find the right um, way of being able to create a dialogue.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I I knew that no matter what I could I wasn't going to be able to get rid of this gift because I've always had it. Um, I just would call it different things growing up or whatever, or I just thought I had a very vivid imagination, or you know. But there's only so many times that people can tell you like, how do you know that? <laughs> that you're kind of like, wait, hold on. So there must be something to this. Um, and I also love using a pendulum. I Again, I'm a Taurus. I have a Taurus stellium. I have to have very grounded something, some sort tactile, of fresh, yeah. uh, tactile things. And so my work is, is also very tactile, very like the pendulum, the writing, you know, the cards or whatever. It just helps me kind of find something to where it's like, there's some proof or something. I can watch Hansi's. I'm not like, I'm not crazy. I swear. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. And then I'm also very curious about the egg that you demoed.
1: Okay. What's that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> How does that one work?
1: All right. Um, actually, here, I'll grab mine. I used a little, um, <laughs> this is kind I of. I am
0: right now looking at a gigantic plush Snoopy. Yes, I've had I was not <laughs> expecting that Nancy. Like literally if you were to be like Aliza, what do you think Nancy is going to pull out from behind her desk? The last thing I would say was, ah, I don't know, maybe like a three foot high
1: giant plush Snoopy. <laughs> yes So this is my 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 little I don't even know what to call it, but I use this for Reiki for distance sessions. So I use this in, in lieu of a person. So I kind of just imagine you know, the person. Oh my, or whatever. oh
0: my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is so amazing. <laughs> so I
1: use this stuff Because some people use like bears or whatever. And I've had this Snoopy since this one's probably I've had this probably since I was like fourteen. So he's he's like he's he's getting up there in age. He's he's very vintage. <laughs>
0: um, just so everybody, all of our listeners know what I'm be, what is being Sh- shown right now demonstrated is now Snoopy is lying down <laughs> as if Snoopy is relaxing yeah very flat very straight really aligned like kind yeah. of perfect alignment on Snoopy yeah
1: so I can use this um <laughs> in lieu of like a, an actual person some people use teddy bears or whatever you can if you ever do Reiki and you you know go through classes or whatever they tell you to practice. On others, and I'm not always going to have my kids come down here for me (laughs) to do stuff. So this is uh, what I use um, in terms of the sessions. So when I'm doing the egg, typically I make sure, number one, the egg needs to be room temperature. There's a whole thing that I do before I even use an egg on a person, um, a whole spiritual process. I am a devotee to Santa Muerte, so I usually leave my eggs at her altar, ask her to bless them, cleanse them. And give me the strength to you know remove anything that may be negative or anything that may be attached to whoever I'm doing an egg cleanse for, so um when I'm doing this session, I just use it on here as if this was the person, and so I just kind of do different motions, whatever feels natural, sometimes I'll even do rune symbols, uh tarot symbols, whatever feels like natural while I'm doing the session, that's kind of how I do it, and then after that, I crack this in a glass of water and then i read what's going on with your egg (laughs) so it's a very uh interesting very traditional like I grew up having egg cleanses and things like that which is funny you know because then I'm like there's the Catholicism and then my mom would go to like these little dark shops um <laughs> and go see these healer women that would be like you know take this herbal tea <laughs> and you know um sit here and and like brush different herbs on you and things like that or whatever while they're chanting different things um so it really influenced me as far as like the curiousness nature of trying to figure out like what are these things like what are they doing yeah totally
0: that's very evocative for somebody to see you know especially when you're a kid if you're seeing something like that it's like whoa yeah that's wild exactly i just i mean i'm you showing me snoopy with
1: the (laughs) egg is also wild (laughs) yeah so this is what i use when people are like what do you mean and i'm like yeah i use the snoopy and it's funny because on one of the demonstrations on one of the tiktok videos i had people ask me like because I had shown people how to do this, or whatever. Because I'm like, it's very good for anyone to do, whatever. You don't have to be Hispanic to do it, or whatever. Anyone could do it. Egg cleanses, or you know, go in different cultures and different, you know, um, different even like history aspects of of witchcraft. You can even see how eggs are used for cleansing, or whatever. So it's very interesting. And so I did a video. But I was like, I'm not going to show myself on there. So I was like, oh, I have my Snoopy. So I just have like the the video. I know. Snoopy. (laughs) I just have like the Snoopy Snoopy there. It just kind of like showed like how I did it. And I was like, this is how I also do Reiki or whatever. So it was just very funny (laughs) because that like I love Snoopy. Snoopy was actually my nickname growing up. So that's why I have so many little Snoopies everywhere. (laughs) So this
0: plush Snoopy. Do you know what sign they are? Or if you had to guess what sign Snoopy is, what would you oh, guess? Oh, I
1: don't know. I never really thought about what sign Snoopy would be. Like Snoopy the character or like my plush.
0: Your your <laughs> my your plush?
1: plush? I would say he's definitely a Virgo. <laughs> oh, there you
0: go. <laughs> I have no idea a Virgo. 100%. <laughs> I would say definitely a Virgo
1: because he's very like he stays very clean. He never smells like <laughs> It's wow, like he would be, that is impressive. He would be a Virgo dog, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's here to heal people, you know, like. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: yeah, on that access of healing, being like, oh, I'll you could do it on me. Yeah, You could practice on me. I'm a Virgo. I, no problem. Exactly. I have no problem putting myself out there. <laughs> wow, we love Virgos. How perfect. <laughs> so th- I love that so much. That's so interesting. So each each session that you do is not in person it's not face-to-face mm-hmm. is it over the phone that you're
1: connecting yeah i either do over the phone a lot of people love video chat so that's mostly where i do a oh, lot well, of like, I see live that sessions face yeah so we do a lot of on the phone for those that don't want to speak on, or you know don't want to be on video and then uh video chat for anyone else that is you know not where I am at, not I've also you know I travel a lot, and I also have lived in so many different states in like the last few years so <laughs> um it it hasn't been easy for me to want to like build a clientele or something like in person and to and I don't want to limit myself, especially when so much of the people I work with are from other countries or you know not here in the u s
0: and what about your um your family do they does your husband have any magical gifts? do your children have any magical gifts? How does that? embed within your family structure. My
1: husband was very resistant to a lot of um what I do, but now that it's been, you know, so many years of me doing this and him seeing I guess maybe the work in action or even just like the effect on our bank account. <laughs> uh, he, has, he has a lot of copper coin in his chart, so to him it's like okay, <laughs> talk money to me, you know. <laughs> so he does take me a little bit more as like a serious thing and not just like a passing fancy of mine. Um, I'd like to think that my kids are not only deeply empathetic and intuitive, I think that they have their own gifts in like their own way. So I think my, my son is more of like a force to be reckoned with. Um, and I, I would love to see him be more on like a public platform and really make some of the changes that he would like to see in the world and i and i think that he's definitely has the chart to back it up to <laughs> to be as passionate and to be out there as he can and I, I think my daughter's going to be more of like um the creative force you know creating like the art and things like that that really change, change people and, and help people do you
0: f- have they asked you a lot of questions about your practices? Are they trying to learn as well? Yeah,
1: you know, I, I'm very open with my kids. You know, when when they wanted to explore religion, I supported them in that. Um, I, I've tried to be very receptive to treating them as like their own separate people because I, I didn't grow up like that. So I, I, I really wanted to break that. Boundary of feeling as if I am like the all ruling authority over, you know, everything to me, you know, they're they're souls that wanted to come through me and. I, you know, maybe it's like all the cancer and in my chart with like my moon and my Venus. And I'm just very like, oh, no, let me just, you know, take care of you and, you know, just make sure you're happy out in the world or whatever. So
0: that's what it feels like to have a cancer. Man.
1: That is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm very much mom energy. I tell people, I'm like, I'm definitely the mom in any friend group I'm in. <laughs> I'm like call me when you get home did you eat you know let me feed you
0: <laughs> I, I wish you lived closer to me I could really use that in my life I, I'm, honestly yeah I'm
1: literally like I'll just barge into like my friends houses and I'm like you need to do a face mask we need to clean it up in here let's you know? see oh my god <laughs> I
0: Nancy so motivated be that one day I am so fucking rich that I can like just like fly you out and have you come to my house and boss me around for like 45 minutes. <laughs> it would all be worth it. That is the type of energy I need. It's not
1: even bossing around. I'm like, no, come on, let's get it together. We got to get this, you know, whatever. I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like no bullshit. Like, let's go. We got to fix this. This is a mess. So. It's no problem, but we got to fix it.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally. So it's, it's funny because, you know, with my kids, I've always been very like, open to just kind of letting them be who they are, like, no matter what, you know, and and it's interesting, because my oldest is gay, and he's openly gay. And, you know, just from like the jump, you know, (laughs) it's always been very like, you know, he always gets upset with me that he had such an anticlimactic coming out, you know, to me, (laughs) I'm just like, you know, because he's like, I'm I think I'm bi. And I was like, what were you really going to tell me? Because like, this is not news. (laughs) Like, like, what are, what are we talking about? Like, what's important? Like, what do you really want to talk about? So it, it's very interesting, because I, I'm trying to break a lot of like the generational and ancestral kind of toxicity that comes with, you know, masculinity in, you know, Mexican culture, as well as trying to raise, you know, him as, as a as a person And not focusing on like who he is or how he expresses or whatever. I'm just like, you know, these are all very fluid things. Um, You don't have to have them be something super specific or, you know, you don't have to have it figured out. I'm like, there's people that are in their 50s or 60s that are still trying to figure out who the hell they are. So don't put so much pressure on yourself um, to feel like you have to know everything right now and and what it needs to be like. Um, And same thing with my daughter. I'm, I'm very, you know. If she wants to do this, I'm like, okay, we'll talk about it, and you know, we'll we figure out something that works for them. So as far as like the spirituality aspect, um, I've never imposed my beliefs or things that I know on them, you know, and but it it, it they think it's cool because if they have questions or you know if they're curious about something, I'm like, you know, here's this book, this book's really good, <laughs> you know, I'm like, use this, you know, and, and I encourage them to again to just be very curious and and find what works for them. So it's funny because my daughter um, got her first little like angel deck or whatever. So she's in love with it. My son got his,
0: you oh, know. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think, I mean, that is seems like it's, you know, I, I'm not a mom yet. I hope I will one day be a mom. <laughs> and I... I think it's going to be really curious and really interesting and, and very exciting. I mean, it seems like something that will be. I have Jupiter and Cancer in my sixth house. So it's like, Holy stuff. Um, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that raising children with astrology and magic and esotericism and spirituality and like all of these different sort of alternative ways is beautiful. But if you're not careful, it could become just as dogmatic mm-hmm. as any other religion.
1: No, I completely agree. And and that's where I tried to walk that fine line is like, right. I'm not the authority and I, I'm not the person that knows everything. So I'm always very like, find other resources. Or if I'm like, hey, this is a really interesting thing. Please explore on your own. And and I, I try to, you know, really enforce that cognitive you know recognition as well is also having like that critical thinking skill
0: totally which is just becoming more and more apparently needed (laughs) in the world Mm -hmm. today (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) well nancy this has been such a pleasure a real, real delight. Thank you so much for being here and sharing so much amazing wisdom. Where can our listeners continue to find you and get a reading with you and support you?
1: Y'all can find me on Instagram at astrologyangelmediums. And you can also find me on my website, which is www.astrologyandangelmediums.com. And my shop is listed there. My website has a blog on there with a lot of how-to and DIY stuff. I like to put out a lot of free information as well as deck reviews and other ways to get in contact with me.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. You're, you're such an angel. Uh,
1: <laughs> so are you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a really beautiful day. All right. Thank you so much.